This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is sponsored by Harvard Business School Executive Education. Fintech is revolutionizing finance. Join executives and disruptors at Harvard Business School's new program, Leveraging Fintech Innovation to Grow and Compete. Learn more at hbs.me slash fintech. Someone could scoop up slack before it IPOs by Ron Miller. Earlier this week, Slack announced that it has filed the paperwork to go public at some point later this year. The big question is, will the company exit into the public markets as expected? Or will one of the technology giants swoop in at the last minute with buckets of cash and take them off the market? Slack, which raised more than $1 billion on an otherworldly $7 billion valuation, is an interesting property. It has managed to grow and be successful while competing with some of the world's largest tech companies, Microsoft, Cisco, Facebook, Google, and Salesforce. Not coincidentally, these deep-pocketed companies could be the ones that come knock-knock-knocking at Slack's door. Slack has managed to hold its own against these giants by doing something in this space that hadn't been done effectively before. It made it easy to plug in other services, Effectively, making Slack a work hub where you could spend your day because your work could get pushed to you there from other enterprise apps. Against all odds, Slack has emerged as the darling of enterprise chat. The competitive deck appears nearly stacked against the startup, and it seemed that every other month a new product launched from a major tech company that's billed in the tech press as the next Slack killer. What Slack does isn't actually all that original as startup ideas go. It merely provides an environment for teams to share information inside a chat client. Yet it has been able to ride a wave of popularity, attracting users, capital, and a set of worthy challengers. Even as Slack makes IPO sounding noises, competitors continue to saddle up. Perhaps then it's the perfect moment to take a look at the enterprise chat space and what all of this activity means for Slack as it battles the giants of the tech world. Since Slack launched four years ago, it has raised more than half a billion dollars, pushing its valuation to $3.8 billion. What's more, the company has gone from zero to five million daily active users in the same period. Those results have generated remarkably quick revenue growth. The company surpassed the $100 million revenue run rate mark last year, despite what appeared to be extremely stable perceived revenue. That matters as the company rolled out its enterprise product earlier this year. Slack claims it will work for up to 500,000 employees, which should put to rest the criticism that the earlier version of the product couldn't scale and could help increase the yearly revenue generated by each user. 
If Slack can keep attracting new seats and increased revenue per user, it may manage another few years of hyper-growth. Yet even as the new version becomes key to its future revenue mix, the company managed to grow while maintaining its pricing position. Specifically, it was able to double its annual recurring revenue from $25 million in June of 2015 to $50 million by December of that year, then double it again, growing to $75 million by April 2016 and more than $100 million by the end of last year. That kind of performance attracts attention. Slack's success has led to a lot of action in this space in a short time. Each Slack competitor has its own particular niche. Microsoft Teams, which just announced full integration across Office 365, is, at its heart, the tool for folks fully invested in the Microsoft ecosystem. Facebook at Work wants to be the communications tool for the entire company, regardless of your role. Google just announced it was splitting Hangouts into chat, yet another Slack killer, and video, and it's going directly after Slack's collaborative approach in the chat part. Atlassian offers a wide range of collaboration tools that focus on different roles. Salesforce Chatter concentrates on life inside the Salesforce platform. Cisco Park has broader unified communications ambitions. Yammer, which Microsoft purchased in 2012 for $1.2 billion, is an older attempt at the same idea, and Convo is a startup with its own cloud-based chat service, which hasn't gained quite the same traction as these larger players. Let's not forget that none of this is new, and there have been attempts to sell this kind of software in the enterprise in the past. It just seems only in the age of mobile, social, and cloud has it finally found a meaningful foothold and begun transforming the way people communicate across the enterprise. Slack's key differentiator is that it strives to be more than a simple chat service. It wants to be a platform in its own right, taking advantage of chatbots and plugins to be the center of your work life. This could allow Slack users to access information from many common enterprise applications, such as Salesforce, Zendesk, SAP, and others without leaving the chat client. This ability to connect to other enterprise applications in a simple way, giving users a long-sought single place to work without having to constantly switch focus, could be the secret to its success. If Slack can plant the seed of a new productivity platform inside of a dizzyingly expanding set of customer companies, small and large, it's attacking incumbents twice. If it can supplant other large-scale tools at big firms, Slack undercuts enterprise-facing revenues currently collected. And if smaller companies pick Slack and its nascent platform over traditional productivity stacks, it could further undermine future income streams from these large companies. Slack has shown its simple centralized workplace model could be a worthy adversary to some of the biggest names in the business. As I've discussed before, this centralized hub has been a dream of communications tools for most of the 21st century. It began with enterprise IM tools in the early 2000s and progressed in enterprise 2.0 tools in the 2007 timeframe. That period culminated in 2012 when Microsoft bought Yammer for $1.2 billion, the only billion-dollar exit for that generation of tools. I remember hearing complaints about Enterprise 2.0 tools. While they had utility, in many ways they were just one more thing employees had to check for information beyond email. The talk was these tools would replace email, 
But a decade later, email's still standing, and that generation of tools has been absorbed. In 2013, Slack came along, perhaps sensing that Enterprise 2.0 never really got mobile and the cloud, and it recreated the notion in a more modern guise. By taking all of that a step further and making the tool a kind of workplace hub, it has been tremendously successful, growing to 8 million daily users in roughly four years, around 3 million of which were the paying variety, at last count. All of this leads us back to the exit question. While the company has obviously filed for IPO paperwork, it might not be the way it ultimately exists. Just the other day, CNBC's Jay Yarrow posited this question on Twitter. Is there any reason for Microsoft not to buy Slack for $20 billion? Seems like a perfect fit, and at $20 billion, could be a bargain. Not sure where he pulled that number from, but if you figure three times valuation, that could be the value for a company of this ilk. There would be symmetry in Microsoft buying Slack six years after it plucked Yammer off the market, and it would remove a major competitive piece from the board, while allowing Microsoft access to Slack's growing customer base. Nobody can see into the future, and maybe Slack does IPO and takes its turn as a public company, but it surely wouldn't be a surprise if someone came along with an offer it couldn't refuse, whatever that figure might be. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.